I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Monstrous Agonies presents In the Original Ghast There were a lot of arousals. They're really hard. You deserve to be treated better, and you're not going to settle for less. That's all for our advice segment. Up next, we're delving into the world of liminal languages. The creature community spans countless cultures, and with this diversity comes hundreds upon hundreds of languages spoken every day in the homes and lives of ordinary creatures. The languages spoken by creatures in Britain range from indigenous languages like Gast, Puckish and Welsh, to newcomers brought over in successive waves of immigration, from Punjabi and Arabic to Gerald Fees. We spoke to Oren Kelly, a linguist at the Society for the Preservation of Liminal Languages, the SPLL, about the many tongues of liminal Britain. <laughs> so, just to be difficult, I'm going to need to pick a little of that phrase, liminal Britain. Forgive me, I'm a linguist. Being pedantic about words is kind of my whole job. It's just, what does that even mean, you know? Britain isn't a country. 
It's an island, one of many in this part of the world. And while it might be the biggest, that doesn't mean it's the most important. Okay, so maybe you mean the liminal community in the United Kingdom. Which is fine, if that's what you mean. If you're really talking about a specific experience of the world unique to creatures in Northern Ireland, Scotland, Wales and England. An experience that is somehow shared across all of those communities and yet not shared with, say, creatures in the Republic of Ireland, or Isle of Man, or the Channel Islands. If you can think of any such experience, please let me know. I'd love to hear it. Besides, we're talking about languages here. Language doesn't care about borders. You follow the line of a border on a map, you'll see it cuts through towns and cities, sometimes right through people's homes. You think they speak a different language whether they're in the living room or the bedroom. So, no, I'm not talking about liminal Britain. I'm talking about the multiple and various languages spoken by all manner of folk from all manner of cultures and backgrounds who happen to make their homes among this collection of soggy little rocks in the North Atlantic. I hope that clears things up. Given the diversity of liminal languages, it's little wonder that some fare better than others in the modern world. Puckish enjoys global popularity as a second language, and Enochian regularly tops the polls as one of the largest immigrant languages in the UK. But not all liminal languages enjoy such good health. Some have been all but eradicated in the wake of colonisation and forced assimilation, while others struggle to attract new learners due to the small size of their speaker population. For Oren, learners' unwillingness to engage with minority languages demonstrates a fundamental misunderstanding of the value of this education. One of the most depressing ideas in this world is that language is only valuable insofar as it's useful. What's the point, people say? Everybody speaks English. All you need's a bit of Spanish for your summer holidays and you're laughing. What a miserable view of the world. Languages are so much more than just tools to use when you need them. They're an expression of culture and identity. A celebration of difference. I mean... Not to get too down and dreary, but like, there's a reason people, and by people I mean colonizers, work so hard to eradicate native languages. It's a way of eradicating culture. It's an act of genocide, pure and simple. Unfortunately, that's something all too many liminal languages have in common with indigenous sapio languages. Sorry, gloomy, but true. Fortunately, the last few years have seen all manner of projects springing up to encourage the use of liminal languages, from education and awareness raising to community translation projects. I just picked up a copy of Where the Darkness Whispers in the original Gast. There's nothing cheers my heart like sitting on the bus into town and hearing people speak in English, Irish, Enochian, Beguinan, Polish, Nixish, Shelta, Tikarian. That's the kind of world I want to live in. Fortunately, awareness and appreciation of liminal languages is on the increase, thanks to the hard work of organisations like the SPLL and individual volunteers who dedicate their time and energy to the promotion, preservation and celebration of these precious languages. As technology develops, liminal communities have more and more opportunities to share their languages with others. 
language app LinguaFasma is dedicated entirely to liminal languages, while the internet offers communities the opportunity to create their own online media, such as Nick's News Daily and Podcast, the Gast Podcast. Indeed, some would-be learners can feel overwhelmed by the sheer choice available to them. Oren offers these words of encouragement to anyone looking to start their liminal linguistic journey. Sometimes people can feel a bit awkward about learning a language that belongs to a different genus. They worry that perhaps they're overstepping or taking something that isn't theirs. But language isn't a finite resource. We're not going to run out of runes, like... Besides, learning a new language doesn't just teach you about that language. It opens up this new window on your own culture. Helps you see things from another perspective. I mean, say you start learning one of the many languages that use a different tense for whether the action took place before or after you metamorphosize. Where do you draw that line? When do you consider yourself to have become an adult? It's brilliant stuff. That said, you do want to make sure that you're, you know biologically capable of speaking certain languages. Most of the audible languages are easy enough to approximate as long as you're capable of making a wide variety of sounds. Though you might get teased for your accent. Apparently my Girolfese sounds like a dog trying to speak Danish underwater. Other languages can be almost impossible to approximate without the right biology though. My advice for new learners is to find something not too different from the language you speak at home. If you're used to communicating on the astral plane, another astral language might suit you better than something that relies on physical gestures, like one of the cephalopodic languages. But then again, there are workarounds. I've got a colleague who built himself an entire light rig wired up through his wetsuit to mimic bioluminescence. Also, he could chat up this merfella he knew. Apparently, you just can't get the nuance of, would you like to come in for coffee without it? He must have done something right anyway. They've been married for four years now. Thanks again to our guest, Oren Kelly. To learn more about liminal languages, visit spll.co.uk or visit your local library to find language courses in your area. Time now for the news. Thank you very much. In the Original Gast was written by H.R. Owen and performed by H.R. Owen and Oliver Smith. Oliver is a Northern Irish voice actor with roles in everything from video games to podcasts, including Corellian, The Silt Verses, and The Stench of Adventure. You can find them on Twitter at OliverSmithVAVO or at OliverSmithVoiceActor.co.uk. Submissions are still open for Season 3, but the inbox is filling up fast. Send in your letters, prompts and adverts via the website, by email at submissions at monstrousagonies.co.uk or get in touch through our Tumblr account at monstrousagonies or on Twitter at monstrous underscore pod. Hello and welcome to our latest supporters on Patreon, Jessica and Enemies Sort of Known. Join them at patreon.com slash monstrousagonies or make a one-off donation at ko-fi.com slash hrowen. This podcast is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. The theme tune is Dakota by Unheard Music Concepts. Thanks for listening and remember, the real monsters are the friends we made on the way.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.